0: Yeah, okay. Rad. Cool. Okay, yeah. So you're good. You can hear me and everything? Yes. Sweet. All right. We'll get started then. Let's start... Okay, do you want to start with how we met or, like, how we know each other? Yeah, let's do it. Because it's kind of random. Yeah. Like, we... I feel like I knew of you, but I didn't yeah. know you. Like, we hadn't met met until this year, probably, right?
1: Yeah, I definitely knew of you through our mutual friend. mm mm-hmm. Um. And I definitely knew of your family. Yeah. Um. And yeah, but then we yeah we didn't really yeah I think we knew all of each other yeah the kind of dynamic yeah
0: I think it might have been in the line for the airport at going to Catalina. It we was
1: for it so was yeah it's really funny yeah no it definitely was
0: it was like six in the morning at like San Jose Airport yeah
1: what's really funny is I didn't know who you were until after that. When my friend was like, "Oh, I saw you talking to to Casey," and I was like,
0: "Oh, no way! Like, no shit!" <laughs> it's like finally putting a face to <laughs> me. That's so funny. That
1: was that was that was a good trip.
0: That was a fun time. Yeah. But yeah, and then we was just like we just like we didn't have any classes or anything together too. It was just like we had mutual friends and then we yeah. would see each other going into psych. Yeah. And then we would talk about that. But
1: yeah, psych. I think psych was. Psych so like was them, yeah. That was yeah. more psycho like tutorial. We didn't even have class together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Tutorial. We run into each other and just be like, "So here's what's gonna happen in class. Get ready because it's gonna be a wild
1: ride." The girl that uh, showed me the answers to the tests that were accidentally projected on the screen. <laughs> oh my god, that was a wild class, man. <laughs> it really was.
0: But yeah, all right. Thank you so much for doing this too. I'm very oh, glad you that you f- said yes. Thank you for having me. Um, and we'll just kind of get started with. I like to just start from the beginning with people, so how would you kind of describe your childhood how was growing up for you?
1: yeah um well, by the standards of uh, of where we live, it was unconventional. I was born outside of the country on a different continent in a different country <laughs> um, and um a grateful is definitely the word I would use to describe my childhood um because uh I so, I so I grew up in South Africa for the first nine years of my life, Cape Town, which is the very itty bitty tip of it. Um, and it was very, it's a very polarized country in the sense that you have your rich white suburbia and then you have like your tin shacks and stuff you like you see on, on the news, you know, you see Mm -hmm. like when you see stock footage of starving kids in Africa, maybe not in like the bush, but like, like that is what it is, you know? Um, and so, um, being able to be raised in that environment um and like like my sister who's adopted you know just all these little things that i think we're able to i'm able to see through the bubble a little bit um which i know kind of sounds a little makes me sound like a bit of a dick but no it um, doesn't
0: you just have you come from a different perspective which is dope. right
1: and so I, yeah so i'm very grateful that i was able to, to to live or to grow up where i where i where i did um and kind of experience a different culture. Yeah. Um, definitely was, was something I'm very, very happy I was able to experience. Um, so, yeah, I, I spent the first nine years of my life there. Um, and then um, I moved here in fourth grade with the rest of my family because my dad got a uh, a job at Google. So we just relocated super quickly. And it was weird because I remember not being super like i didn't care that we moved my dad was like we're moving and i was like okay <laughs> which i definitely shouldn't have been i think the the only time it sunk in oh god this is so sad the only time it really sunk in was the last day of my school there um and um it was a very emotional last day everyone was saying goodbye and we had a really awesome teacher so everyone was like like we're gonna miss you miss god i forgot what her name was but <laughs> everyone's like we're gonna miss you so much and i kind of tried to like sneakily like add in that i'm also leaving forever (laughs) until like a lot of my really close friends too and they're like yeah 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 and it's not their fault they were nine but i remember leaving school that day like oh no like that's that's kind of a bummer
0: oh my Um, god
1: but, but but in general, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed with my nine-year-old self for being so level-headed about relocating.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I would have thrown a fit.
1: Yeah. No, I, I'm genuinely surprised I wasn't uh, more bummed about it. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, thankful.
0: Yeah. that's I mean, that is just such an interesting point of view that you come from because you have, like, I feel like nine is, like, you know obviously you weren't like a teenager so you no. didn't understand certain things but you saw yeah. enough and experienced enough to like recognize differences yeah. and stuff so like how was the transition like once you were in the states and stuff and like once you were here well so the main difference
1: for me or the, the main kind of um shocker for me was was education because mm-hmm. um, you just you can't compare like public or private education here to that in South Africa. Like, you, don't get me wrong, you do get good education. Like, my dad was educated there and whatever. Uh, but especially, like, like at the elementary and primary level, like, it's just, there's no comparing them. Um, and so I uh, I really struggled a lot in the beginning. Uh, and that kind of carried on for a while in terms of me not being able to, like, I was like, oh, I'm always going to be, you know, behind. Like, there's no worth, there's, there's no need to try. Um, but... Um, but yeah, I was always kind of, um, you know, spending, spending the long nights trying to learn things. And I remember the first day I arrived, uh, my teacher greeted me. His name was Mr. Bull and I loved him. A lot of people didn't, but I loved him. I had him, him for uh, yeah. grade. Oh my God, I love him. Um, but he, he shook my hand. He was like, lovely to meet you. And then he left and the sub came. <laughs> um, and then we took a math test. Um, and that was... I, I remember that oddly vividly. It was so awful. I answered, like, a question, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I came home, and I was like, this is going to suck so bad. Um, and then that that with just combined with the fact that, like, um, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, being the first in your family to... I mean, I, I guess your parents might have some experience, but being the first in your family to go through um, an educational mm-hmm. kind of, like, schedule um, yeah. was just it was it was it was tricky because you know my mom my mom was raised in Sweden so she really and she didn't have a very formal education so she she was really only there for moral support my dad who you know was more formally educated like knew some of it but didn't really know a lot um and so it was a lot of like trial and error I was definitely like the the guinea pig Mm. um hence why I took my SATs like my senior year (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, so the education education part of it was was really was really difficult and daunting, and I really only caught up grades wise like sophomore year. Like until then, yeah. it was all C's and D's for me. Um,
0: Did that affect like how you thought about yourself and stuff, and how you thought about like your own intelligence level?
1: So I, I uh, yeah I wrote um I wrote a, a college uh, application essay about this about how for a while I thought the like I I had to work really hard. Um, like you know, you get the kids that work smart, and so they get things done really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just have to work hard for super long, and and after a while, you just like you can't do that anymore. Um, and uh, and so I gave up, like like mm-hmm. middle like end of middle school, like freshman year. I just like I was like, there's no point if if I'm consistently gonna get these bad grades no matter how late I stay up studying. Um, and then like so like I said, sophomore year, I kind of I kind of began to figure out, oh if I just, like, tweak a little bit of the way I do things, I can actually, like, work smarter. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah.
0: That's dope, yeah. though, that you, like, finally figure that stuff out because I feel like that's just such a... It's such a big transition yeah. overall, and there's, like, so yeah. many facets of it, and, like, how we're, you know, how it's making friends and just, like, the culture shock kind of of being here. Um,
1: well, you want to hear a really funny story.
0: Hell yes. Um, <laughs> my... So... Our our
1: teacher, um, uh, from I've heard from multiple sources that he warned warned is a strong word he he alerted the class that I might look different from other students because I'm from Africa.
0: Oh, yeah, my, it's like Mean Girls. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> no idea how many times I've heard that quote, but oh my um, god. but but so that was that was just the funniest thing. Was so my first my first uh, reaction was a letdown there because I was white.
0: Oh my um, god.
1: And. Um, but I honestly, it wasn't bad. It was uh, it was a really welcoming environment. I'm still friends with, like the first two people that you know that showed me around the school. I still mm-hmm. know both of them. One more than the other, but um, um, so I'd say socially, I actually did fairly well. I kind of stuck 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 with the first with the with the with the same four people for a while mm-hmm. before I really branched out. Um, but I've I've really I've I've been super lucky socially, um, and I couldn't honestly tell you why that is i find myself pretty awkward sometimes but
0: (laughs) i don't think so
1: for whatever reason i am i'm actually you know i there are a few things i would change socially um in school um and then yeah culture wise i remember the first time i heard i really heard someone speak in an american accent um, Mm. and processed it it was in the airport it was some woman talking on a phone and i was like she must be on tv because i've heard her before
0: Oh my god! And I, I
1: remember that so vividly, just like her her American accent voice. I was like, she's definitely like on TV, right? Yeah. And then, and then I realized, no, everyone speaks like that. Um, well,
0: accents to me are so funny too, because it's like you know, to me, I'm like, oh, what's an American yeah. accent? Because it's just my voice. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, to someone from South Africa, I'm like, oh, they have a South African accent. Exactly. It's just yeah. everyone's perception yeah. is different. So yeah,
1: no, it, it's because yeah, and so my, my my biggest regret moving here is losing my accent immediately. Mm. Um, I hear it from everyone. I hear it from my friends, my girlfriend, my, you know, whatever, my teachers. Um, and it was just like, I'm like, I'm going to fit in as fast as possible, as yeah. fast and efficiently as possible. Um, and so I lost it. And well, so when I say I lost it, I, if you ever hear me speak on the phone with my parents, it's there. Hmm. Um, and so I don't actually know what my default is. It just totally yeah. depends on who I'm talking to. Um, it's really funny if I'm ever like in the same room with my parents and then like one of my friends, I'll switch. That's so uh, and cool. I need I need a I need to pick one, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah no I was I'm super super mad at my my nine year old self for for trying to fit in because fitting in is lame.
0: Fitting in is lame, but you know you can totally Life understand not, why your little nine year old self wants to do that, right? It's like the it's scary to be the one that's different, and yeah. you want to just like assimilate, assimilate, yeah. assimilate. Like yeah. don't show them that I'm not one of them. Yeah. Like yeah, damn yeah. But
1: I mean the truth is like. The world, in many ways, is very similar. Yeah. Um, take that as you will, be it comforting or depressing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't for me. I was I was very lucky. It wasn't super hard. and I had a very supportive family and pretty immediately supportive group of friends. Yeah, that, which was awesome. Um,
0: yeah. So then, like going through like middle school and stuff, and like into high school, what did you what did you feel like were like other significant kind of obstacles and stuff that came up for you? Like I know we mentioned a little before, like mental health and stuff mm-hmm. when did that kind of start becoming prevalent in your life yeah
1: so um so freshman year um i told you like i was i kind of still struggled on struggled in school up until then um um but it was really sophomore year where um i kind of started trying harder but at the same time i was much less happy mm. um and and it it kind of really only processes now that now, the harder i tried in school and the better i did the less fulfilled i felt and the less mm, happy i was but but yeah so so second semester of sophomore year um i just got really sad really fast um, and at first i was like oh seasonal depression and that's what my mom said to some because my mom has a lot of experience with mental health and she's like seasonal depression don't worry about it it'll 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 dip uh, and then it just never did um at least not for a long time um so it took about six months for my mom i remember once i was like lying on her bed um and i was like i was like really sad i was crying and then my mom sat down and she was like you're depressed aren't you bud like she's like i've seen this in myself i've seen this in in a lot of people and i just and i remember i i i'm so i'm not very open with my parents Mm. um i don't lie to them we have a healthy relationship but i i don't like to share things a lot yeah and so uh For a half an hour, she asked me yes, no questions because she knew I wouldn't like talk deeply about it. So she was like, Are you sad? And I like shake my head. Um, And it was all these questions like, Does it, you know, does it feel hopeless? Do you feel tired all the time? Uh, And she basically went down, you know, like the thing you, the boxes you check when you're at the therapist's office. She just went down all of those. She was doing the questions. Yeah. And I just, I just laid face down on her bed, like shaking my head, nodding my head. Uh, And then, and so that's, um, that was, that was when. Uh, therapy became an option. Mm-hmm. Um and God I remember my first my first therapist was so terrible. She uh well it was terrible by my standards then, but um but uh she I filled out the questionnaire that yeah. I just mentioned. Uh and one of them was thought of ways to kill yourself. And and I kind of thought of it nonchalantly when I checked in the box, but um but I thought of it more in the way that like like, you know, when you're driving down the highway and you're like, I could so easily drive into that right. barrier. It's more, it, it was more of that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't consider myself a suicidal person. I actually, as as rough as times get, I, I think I stay fairly hopeful. Mm-hmm. Um, but she took that much more seriously than uh, I did. And that's her job. And I couldn't blame her. But, um, but so the first thing she asked, so, so after our first lesson, she forced me to tell my mom that I thought of killing myself. Mm. And I was like, no, but that's that's you're like, but lying. You're wrong. Yeah, no, like this feels so wrong. Ugh. And 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 she tried to get it out of me for three sessions. Oh my god, um, two or three sessions, and and so eventually I left her, and I saw another one. But um,
0: well, because that's so that's such a real thing too. I think that people sometimes don't fully understand about like being suicidal is like everyone has thought of killing themselves at yeah. some point. Like that's like a natural human thing. But yeah. most like people who aren't actively suicidal Mm -hmm. are thinking about it in like a holy shit what if i just like jumped off that building right there no it's more like like, what if i didn't yeah exactly what what would that look like it's Um, not it's not it doesn't have the same like intent and like weight behind it it's like a fleeting like oh my god what if this whereas you know like being actively suicidal looks totally different i feel like people don't like especially with kids like a questionnaire like that like you're not gonna know like i'm
1: curious about like i want to think about things and not like you know um yeah, but anyway, and then um so then after her I was like, Oh, therapy ain't for me, like this is yeah like, I'll figure this out on my own. Um and then a few months went by and the depression turned into anxiety which was mm. weird. And so since then it's really it's it's always one or the other. Um and then, you know, there's a bit of overlap. But it's yeah. like it's like, um if I'm depressed I'm tired and I don't have the energy to be anxious. And if I'm oh anxious goodness. I have energy and I'm not calm enough to be depressed, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so it's just this like vicious cycle. So it's like if I'm if I've like been anxious for a while, like like I was at the end of school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's nothing nothing to be anxious about. I'm like waiting for the you know it's the like, calm yeah. before the storm. Exactly. Um, you know something's coming. Exactly. Um, but um, but then yeah. So the anxiety uh, I figured was school related, and who else to talk about school related stress with? But Cassie. Oh yes, Cassie. And um, uh, that was not a great experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people could say the same. And and to be honest, you know, I I'm a more emotionally intelligent person now, so I, it's hard for me to look at my experience with Cassie objectively. But, uh, yeah, it really wasn't great.
0: Yeah. What was it like for you? Like, how did you, did you refer yourself? Did you just walk in? Yeah, no,
1: I referred myself. I mm-hmm. was like, I'm, I'm gonna be an active member in my own, you know, well-being. Yeah, we um, love it. And <laughs> Love private. the intentions. Exactly. Uh, and the first few were great. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. talking about it. This is awesome. Because I, I, like I said, I don't really talk to my parents about this a lot. Um, and it's hard for me to say why, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends, you know, I want to burden them. Like, it's the whole, you know, you, yeah. know, you don't want to burden your friends and all that. Um. So I was like, this is awesome. I get to talk about it. You know, it's a free, it's a free, you know, space to talk, which is awesome. And then after a few, it was just like, okay, now talking about it this much makes me even more sad. Mm -hmm. And then it was like the fifth one where um, we were talking about, like, I was like, God, it would just like, life is so hard. And, you know, kind of got onto the whole suicide thing. Um, And again, still wasn't have never really been properly suicidal but mm-hmm. but then she asked me why haven't you killed yourself yet no that, that's not a therapist question that ruined my week i was just like like staring at a staring into like nothingness for for you know the next week just like <sighs> like trying to answer that question when that was that was never a problem you know like my my mentality has always been how can i get better like i said i feel like i'm a pretty optimistic person yeah but she was just like well why haven't you killed yourself yet and i was like oh no if you could
0: see my face right now my <laughs> <laughs> jaw on the floor that is um, okay yeah i'm not yeah. licensed by any means but you should not be asking that in fucking therapy are you kidding me
1: like, um but but so then, then I, 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 actually, like after that, I kind of ignored some of the call slips I'd gotten yeah. to to go to Cassie, um, and then, and then eventually we kind of boiled it down. Like I was like, you know what? Like I actually did start getting better, and I was like, I, I don't feel like I need this anymore. And she was very accommodating, and so, so I stopped. Um, um, and then after that, you know, it, it came in waves, and so I saw another therapist for a while, and I began to realize how stemmed in school it was mm. um and no more so than when college apps came around um
0: what a fun time
1: and uh and when i really realized this was so i went to a uh teens with anxiety group which mm. i super recommend for anyone that has the opportunity to it's super cool um just perspective wise and everything but but like it was a six-week program and like two weeks into it i was like i'm here because of college apps like because uh-huh. it was a lot of open conversation and, yeah. and discussion i was like i'm here because of college apps like this like, like that's the thing and you always think it's oh it's school and college but i was like it's like very prominently college and very prominently mm-hmm. school um and um and and i can tell now because you know as school is kind of boiled down um I become much less anxious. Yeah. Um, and I guess that'll go into the whole gap year thing, which we'll talk right. about in a bit. But
0: did you feel like
1: SparkNotes version of that, yeah? yeah.
0: <laughs> did you feel like going? You know, being able to process everything in like what I I just want to know more about yeah. like your teens with anxiety, like what the environment was kind of like, and then also like, do you feel like with the college stuff, it was specifically like anxiety about like just like the future and what it looks like or just like getting the apps done or because i know i felt like all of that and i didn't even know how to like separate it or even handle it because it's like you can't really avoid it yeah so i don't know just that's yeah. like six questions at no, once absolutely. but and sorry you i want to take that <laughs> sorry
1: i gave you a very unspecific and probably not no. helpful synopsis oh of my high school no. experience but um but it, it really was the fact that um so I'll put it out there now as I'm taking a gap year. Yeah. And and so prior to making that decision, I I kind of concluded that I'm not excited. Like I'm doing all these college jobs, but I'm not excited for college. Like there's nothing driving me to do this, you know. Um. It's like it felt like studying for a test that I didn't care about, you know. Yeah. Like it was like there's no it feels it feels like there's no reason for me to do this. Um, and like you know my friends would get all hyped about college. And admittedly, they got into much better ones than I did. But, um, but I just, like, I never felt that, like, yeah, college. Yeah. Like, I never felt that. Um, and whenever I did, like, I remember, like, the only time I felt excited, like, I toured. I did, you know, the whole college tour thing. Right. And I toured UC Santa Barbara. And I was like, oh, look, it's on the it's on the beach. <laughs> and I was like, that's not, that's that's such a small sliver of college that, like, that should be the reason for my parents to pay X amount of dollars every yeah. year to, you know. And so, and I think it just, it took me a while to realize that, that all this effort was really for nothing in the sense that it meant nothing to me at the time.
0: Yeah, and that's what matters. Um,
1: and, and yeah, so I think it was, it was a lot of like, it was like, why am I doing this? I have no clue, but if I don't, then I pass the deadline and then there's no turning back and everyone else is doing it and stress, 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 you know, um, yeah
0: it's vicious man it's and that's the thing too it's like if you're not excited about it and if it's not where you want to be then it you know, it just sucks mm-hmm. that it's like you feel that pressure yeah. of like well everybody else is doing it and this is what I'm yeah. supposed to do next yeah. whatever and it's like mm-hmm. that's not everyone's path yeah. and you know even when I decided to do a fifth year of high school I was fucking terrified yeah and it's it sucks having to just be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go against the grain and yeah. go my own way and it's scary. Yeah. But like in the end, I know so many people who went on to do things, went to colleges, went to certain things and were so unhappy because it wasn't what they really wanted to do. It wasn't the right fit for them. And thankfully, they've you know realized that now. But right. they could have avoided that altogether if they yeah. had just gone with what they really wanted from the beginning. But it's yeah. so hard to do sometimes. Yeah. So props to you for actually like sticking to that and being like, yeah, you know what? I'm doing a gap year. Yeah. And that's how it is yes. like that's dope
1: yeah and it was just like it was also it, it school felt like a very like i put i i worked really hard in school like, yeah i genuinely um i mean there's there's always people that work harder but i by my own standards worked incredibly hard yeah um and i for a lot of high school did really badly um you know i was always in classrooms at tutorial and i always in yeah. um and and my grades really only got like good towards the end, mm-hmm. but then you send your cumulative GPA off, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> fuck! All that went down the drain. Yeah. Like, what? What was? What was all that about?" Um, and 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 like, I mean, even my bad grades by by a lot of standards were probably fine. Um, but I think being in this environment where, like, I have I have many friends going to Ivy Leagues. Yeah, you know, um, and. And it's, it's really hard to, to get yourself out of the mindset that is like, like, I, I can do better. Right. You know, like I've, like my dad went to like the one university in Cape Town. It was the university of Cape Town. Yeah. Um, and, and like, he's, he's doing amazing. Like I can only dream to be as successful as my dad is, you know? Um, and, um. And so it's, like, a lot of it was just, like, I could not get myself out of that mindset, like, like, if I can't do better than this, then I'm not even gonna, you know? Yeah, Um, why bother? Yeah, exactly.
0: It's such a shit place to be in, and, like, even admittedly as someone who I, like, I just, like, fed into that pressure cooker for so long. And it took getting rejected from a shit ton of places for me to finally be, like, okay, this doesn't you know, define Mm -hmm. how good of a student I am or anything because there are some kids who it just comes in so naturally Mm -hmm. and there are others who have work ethic like no one else, Mm -hmm. but they're getting, you know, lower scores or whatever. And it's just like not none of it translates well through a college app. And it's like, how do I prove to you that I'm fucking dope without you being able to meet me or see me? Like
1: like, yeah, and like my my parents spent, God, I don't even know how much money on SAT tutoring, for example. Like I spent so many hours doing S A T stuff. Uh and for a while my scores dropped. Like my scores yes. got lower, um, and they, like, and you know the friends that you know don't study and do <laughs> and get a perfect well. score. That <laughs> was just like a like, like why? Yeah. Why is this like? And I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't meet the the median SAT score for the schools I wanted to get into. A lot of which have to do with because well, I so uh, I wanted to go into film. As yeah. A preface, um, and obviously a lot of the good film schools are highly academically competitive as well. And like i couldn't i couldn't meet the median score uh the s a t score and I was like like what does all this work for yeah um and um and then but I've eventually you know i've I've taken myself off of you know my own high horse um and and accepted that wherever I go like wherever I go in the state of california will be good, yeah um but but I think what that proved was that um was that it was less about me like it, it kind of proved that I didn't really want to go into college right because I kind of like almost set myself up for failure in the sense that I like I'm not like it's not worth it if I can't get into these schools yeah and like that that seems like a seemed like a red flag in the sense that like you know if if you can't settle for these schools that are also clearly very good you don't want to go to college you, right. you, you want to
0: there's something more there you want to
1: get into a good college yeah you, you want to you want to prove that all this work has been worth it. Yeah. And that's not... That shouldn't be what college is at all. Right. And that, you know, that is, that is again, one of the reasons for, you know, a gap year is so I can, you yeah, know, kind of refocus and, yeah. and go to college because I want to go to college and not because I want to get into a good school.
0: Right. No, and that's the yeah. thing. And I think there are so many people, too, who even just, like, apply to schools that they... Don't know shit about or Mm. might not even want to go to. It's just like, can I get in there? Because I need to prove to myself that like I'm Mm -hmm. worthy and I'm good enough for them to pick me.
1: Exactly. And it's like
0: that that mindset of like someone reading your application in whatever Mm. room Mm. is gonna decide if you're good enough, if you're worth like. Fuck
1: that. Yeah, and like it. It really like if there's anything I've learned from this, it's like there's only so much you can do, and it's not worth stressing about. Yeah. Um. And and I think again, what it just proves is like like so much of the therapy and the whatever I went through in school, uh, wasn't because I was suffering. It's it's just because I like. I think it was it had more to do with the environment than mm. the person in the environment. Yeah. You know? Um.
0: I think that's such an important thing with mental health too that people don't always take into account is yes, there are you know, real mental health conditions and things you can suffer with for life. Mm -hmm. And they can also be things that change depending on your environment. And I was talking about that with Paige just the other day, my sister, and we were talking about how, you know, it's – you can have, like, a condition, Mm -hmm. but you can also have things that fluctuate depending on whether you're in an anxiety-inducing environment or not. And, like, sometimes things just kind of become, like, this perfect petri dish to, like, foster that. And so – yeah i want to know more about like your the program that you went to too and like what that did you choose to go there yourself were your parents like hey we think it's a good idea and what was it like
1: i was very hesitant because like i'm sure a lot of people would think um when i first heard it you're like oh it's a room full of like like awkward like teenagers like i can't relate to any of these people i'm I'm, you know i'm I'm anxious but I'm, I'm, i'm you know i'm like yeah um and then um I think purely because I was too scared to say, no, I went. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was six weeks, um, uh, once every week. And you'd show up to a room full of anxious teenagers. And the thing that became so immediate to me was everyone was so different. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there was a girl who had been to school in months because uh, the thought of, like, the school building, like, sent her into, like, shock. Um, and there was a girl who was scared of crossing the street because her friend got hit by a car and so she couldn't cross the street. Like, yeah. she'd have people drive her across the street. Um, but all the on all these things, it was, like, really, like, eye-opening. Um, and just, just hearing how other people deal with it. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it had to do a lot, like, you know, we'd share, um, you know, how the week went mm-hmm. and, and explore tactics. It was a lot of reading, like, pre-written, like, mental health educational packets. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. But, honestly, a lot of it was helpful. And I think once... I think in that scenario, it's very easy to kind of be like, like I know myself, you know, yeah. like I'm like, no one can help me better than I could help myself. And, and all this pre-written stuff, like, um, like it's, it's for the most people, but I'm not like, you know, yeah. I think once you drop that attitude, you're like, oh, there's a lot here that can benefit me. Um, and, and if, if you work really hard, cause, cause a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of what the group taught me as well was accountability, um, just because we ended up sharing how these tactics helped us. And you yeah. don't want to be the, the dick that shows up and said, I didn't do it because I don't have time. Like, this is your yeah. mental health, make time. Um, and so it taught me, you know, to actually take action. And I think yeah. a, a lot a lot of this did. Like, um, like a lot of high school was just kind of um, following the path because that's what works for most people. But I think if there's anything you should learn, it's like to pick and choose what part of the path. Because obviously the path is "quote unquote" tried and tested, mm-hmm. um, but if you're able to kind of like take alternate routes to arrive yeah. at the same location and become happier along the way, then like why not? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a really it was a really awesome um, it was a really awesome experience. For yeah,
0: sure. it's funny because you're bringing back recovered memories for me. Of <laughs> I'm the I I think I only went maybe three or four times, mm-hmm. but I went to a group therapy session for like young girls with or like teenage girls with like anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and I I don't even know how old I was man I I completely forgot about this (laughs) honestly um I must have been like 14 or 15 or something but I was not at the place yet where I was ready to like check my ego and so I remember going in there and having that feeling and thinking to myself being like wow they're so different they're yeah. not like me i yeah. know more than they do i da." da, da, da. Yeah. and you know i just i wasn't ready yet yeah. i think to take on like everything that yeah. there was to learn there and i think it would have been really beneficial for me had i been ready right. but i just wasn't and so yeah. yeah i just remember just being like being that stubborn kid who was no, like exactly. mm, i know what i need to do yeah. and i'm not gonna listen to yeah. this and whatever and
1: and it happened like even in normal therapy, yeah, like I like i like many could probably argue that I should have given that first that that first <laughs> therapist a better chance, you know, like she's a professional, whatever whatever, I think it's really easy to to kind of like lock yourself up and not take advice from people, yeah, and even if a lot of advice is kind of generalized, like a lot of the, a lot of times the generalized advice is valid advice,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, that's very true, and it's hard to kind of see sometimes that like even if like people are trying to help you for the most part and it Mm -hmm. a lot of it depends on not as much like how good of a helper they are but just like how willing you are to take their help exactly and it i think that's a big thing in like the healing process quote unquote or like working to get better is saying to yourself I want to. I exactly. want to get better. I want to yeah. put in the work and like I want to not just be like, "Oh, fuck them. I know yeah. more." Like I want to yeah. learn and yeah. grow. So, yeah. but it's hard to come to that place sometimes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially when you feel like shit. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: yeah, and and you think every you think any treatment has to be so specific and so tailored. But yeah. in in reality, I feel like it really doesn't. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Did you at the time too? Like did you talk to your friends about it, like, how did it make you more or less open with your parents Mm. about it? Like, how did kind of the rest of your social circle look?
1: Yeah, and I mean, so uh, I can start by by talking about my two parents. Mm -hmm. So my parents are, I mean, obviously they're similar in many ways because they're married, but they're also (laughs) very different people. Uh, So my mom has suffered from Suffered from depression for a very long time and anxiety, and she's like, you know, she's on medication, and and there's we've theorized that I've actually, um, being her son, gotten some of what she has because mm. you know it's a chemical and it's right. whatever, um, um, but so she's a very emotional person, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that you know in just how she attempts things. Yeah. And then there's my dad who has never experienced, um you know, anxiety or depression that hasn't been for an incredibly valid reason. Right. You know, like he, you know, he, he like, yeah. He, like he, someone
0: dies. In exactly. The yeah. he, yeah.
1: he gets sad and anxious for valid reasons, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Unlike many of the rest of us. Um, And so their approaches to, and they both really want to help me. I like, I can't emphasize enough how much they love me, But, but it kind of, it's like, like my mom was like, You've been going at this for two years. Like we should talk about getting you medicated, because um, she's like, I I've been through it and it's just not worth like, like yeah, your body's a temple, but also like it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's my dad who's like, like 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 no, like you should like if you can get this without medic get through this without medication, like you'll be like you'll have done it, you know? Yeah. You'll have you'll be conquered it. it exactly. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, I agree with him. Like that would be so kick ass to like because then 'cause then then you get out of it knowing how to fix it and then you're mm. a better person and or you're not a better person you're you're a stronger person and you're you're a more emotionally intelligent person uh but how, when does that happen like like yeah. how long do I wait and so there's like like there's the whole like I'm kind of you know like which way do I go cuz my dad's really smart um but my mom's really emotionally intelligent right. and 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 they're like, it's like, where do I, where do I meet them in the middle? Um, So that's on my parents. Um, And then um, my, and and I guess, so, yeah, so I really don't, I feel like I don't open up to them that much. Yeah. uh, Because I have a very well-balanced relationship with my family, um, uh, or at least with my parents. Uh, They're very liberal parents, so I've actually, I have a lot of freedom. And so maybe that's why I don't tell them a lot of things because I'm scared <laughs> of losing that. Um, but, but, uh, but like when we went to therapy, they'd sit in sometimes, and they they heard things for the first time. Yeah. Pretty much every time they sat in there, um, which upset them, uh, understandably. Uh, I just like I can't get myself to tell them some of the yeah. things because I'm like, what? Like, again, I just like. It's not the right way to think but I always think like, What what good will that do if I make them sad By telling them yeah. these things
0: It's hard and thinking that you could be hurting your parents
1: Exactly stuff. Um, Especially yeah. if that doesn't result in any um, Advancements in my yeah. mental well-being Like what's like All I've done now is scarred them you know? Right what did we uh, even get out of it I, I yeah. definitely tiptoe around them um, And then my friends again Like Like I, I really I, I talk to them more for sure But I always like, like, you know, if you've ever gone on a rant where you've just taken off your filter and you're like, I need to vent, I always feel guilty afterwards. Mm. I always feel like, like, all right, I've thrown all this on you and now you're expected to do something with it. Or I feel like you're expected Mm. to do something with it, even though you totally aren't. Um, And um, I, I think a lot of that stems from the fact that um, I'm I'm not a brutally honest person at all. Mm -hmm. I i i take things a lot (laughs) in the sense that like i won't um um if you know i'll never tell someone that they're inconveniencing me like i'll never i'll never say that and so i assume the same of other people
0: right and so
1: i'm really scared that they're like like biting their tongue like shut up shut up you Mm -hmm. know um and so it's very much based upon my own um my own mis misthinking yeah um and, um...
0: It's funny, too, though, because, like, when I think about your friends in particular, too, none of them seem like the people who would, like, not... I don't know, who, like, wouldn't speak up about something. I... I but it's yeah. just, you know, it's your own mind. Exactly. Just convincing you that people exactly. can't handle it or, like, don't want to hear it, don't want to listen. And exactly. it's crazy how much power that has.
1: It, yeah. It, and and so I'm, I think I'm getting over that more now. Mm-hmm. But it's always, like, what if... What if... What are they, they not telling me? Like, yeah. Are they being nice? You know? Yeah. Um i think it, you know that applies even more to adults mm-hmm. um like i'm not you know like are they being nice to the little kid um and so so but 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 i i definitely i'm lucky that i do have people i can talk to mm-hmm. for sure um but i probably don't as much as i could
0: yeah you know it's funny i've, I've thought about that a lot too about like yeah, I have a podcast and I talk about mental health mm-hmm. and stuff. But, like, these are my real, like, when I record is, like, when I do the most talking about mental health yeah. and, like, getting shit out. Yeah. For a lot of the other time, it's hard for me to talk about it. Right. It's, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. And it's something where I'm, like, I don't want to burden you. Yeah. I don't want to put this on you. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to hurt you or make yeah. you sadder or anything. And it is just something that's so... Like you have to just fight your own mind and be yeah. like, shut up, just keep talking. Like, yeah. don't let the thoughts get in. But it's so easy to just sit there and be like, wow, they really want me to shut up, right? Yeah. now.
1: And like I told you earlier, um, like the reason I was nervous for today was because mm-hmm. I feel like I, I have a habit of processing things. Like I th- I'll, I think I'll have processed something, and then I only actually end up processing it as I'm saying it to people, mm-hmm. which makes it come out erratic and illogical and wrong sometimes like you know you have to process things multiple times to and so I just say things that are wrong and loud and because I'm I'm processing them and I don't realize it Mm -hmm. and then I stop talking and I'm like oh no what have I done
0: well see that's what's so funny (laughs) to me too is it's like you know we all see these things within ourselves that are our own like biggest insecurities and stuff like one for me i i asked my friends this who i spent the like day with the other day and i was like guys be honest like do i talk too much yeah do i I feel like i talk all the time i feel like you guys get annoyed like Mm -hmm. they don't get annoyed but in my head i'm like do you guys get annoyed how do you feel whatever and i feel like it's the same thing for you where it's like you think that you're coming across this one way when Mm -hmm. really like, the fact that you are processing things as you speak mm. and stuff makes it so much more, like, authentic. Yeah, And I know that I'm not getting yeah. filtered you. I'm just yeah. getting you. Yeah. And it's, like... Which scares I, me
1: because I only really know what I'm going to have said afterward. Done exactly. Talking. <laughs> so,
0: exactly. Okay. But it's, like, you know, it's that kind of thing where you think that people are going to perceive it a certain way mm-hmm. or see something, you know, in a negative way, but really it's, like, something they admire. And yeah. it's something that I love about talking to you is yeah. I know that it's just going to be whatever you're thinking in the way Thank that you. like it's going to come out however it's going to come out and yeah. it's not going to be like calculated yeah and and yeah and then people who are like wow it's so great that you have a podcast so great that you do that and i'm like really i talk a fucking lot so are you sure you don't want me to shut up like yeah i feel like i have to apologize a lot <laughs> exactly it's like it's just this weird you know thing where it's sometimes the things you're most insecure about are the things that other people like admire yeah. the most about you yeah
1: oh, I i appreciate that a lot
0: of Course, it's the truth. See, at least you can take that from me for real because I am brutally that's, honest. that's true.
1: That's true. It's, it's refreshing. <laughs> See, no, I'm not
0: gonna lie to you, but yeah, like so, you know, going through all this like mental health stuff too, and just navigating that world in general mm. is just such a roller coaster. Yeah, where it, do you feel like you are now with things? Mm. And, like, I don't know, what did the ups look mm. like? What did the downs look like? How's that kind of been?
1: So, um I think I, I'm, I'm in a much better place now. I know I know that. Um, but what troubles me still is is I don't know if that's because I've learned to deal with it um, or if that's because there's nothing to worry about. Mm. Um, and there's a lot... Okay, yeah, there's a lot to worry about right now. But uh, in terms of affecting me personally, there's right. no final exams. There's no... There's less social, like, anxiety because there's... Like, less social. socializing. exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and... But, like, like, the other day, um, I, I had a panic attack because, um, I was, I was going to meet up with someone, um, it was, like, a, it was, it was what what we were at. Um, oh, and yeah. And I, I, I could have come, I could have come, um, I could have come the night it began or I could have come the following day.
0: hmm
1: And I, um... I had kind of originally decided that I was going to go the following day because I, um, I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to do. And, um, but then as the night continued, I got really sad. Mm. I was like, like, like FOMO hit me like hard. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that really sucked because I couldn't, like, logically I was like, I'm not going to miss out on anything. Like whatever happens today will happen tomorrow. Like you're fine. You have some things you're not that you wanted to do. You'll feel great if you get them finished, but eventually I just caved in and I went. Yeah. Um, and um. And so that was like a like maybe I don't know how to deal with myself mm-hmm. yet. You know, like so and so. So I, I am happier now, but I again I think I I have gotten better. Like all all of my work hasn't been for nothing. But I, I do. It's hard to. Start to test things, especially because I yeah. went straight from like college Everything. and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. And uh, and so I like it's kind of one of those things where, where time will tell. Um, but I do think things are, are turning around. Um, I mean, just the fact that I'm able to reflect on my high school yeah, experience the way that I am, I think just you being yeah.
0: here is huge honestly like (laughs) it takes balls to come and do this like it's scary and you know we were talking before too it's like i still get anxious to do this stuff and it's it's hard and even just like meeting someone one-on-one and having to do stuff like it's so funny because Mm -hmm. that night too of like when we were at the thing together we were at a beach with families and we were doing like a distanced ball game (laughs) we all had our masks on and i was like i saw everyone out there doing it And I was, like, debating if I should go out or not. And I'm, like, what am I – I I should go, obviously. But in my head, I'm, like, I don't know them that well. They're already a close friend group. They won't want me there. Like, just overthinking everything. And it's, you know, again, that was kind of, like, my first example of a real, like, challenge again over these past few months. And I do have that fear that, like, oh, if I – you know, going away to college, that's going to be a lot of new anxiety kind of inducing Mm situations. So am I going to be able to handle them or is it – am I going to crumble? Who knows?
1: And, and like a lot of, a lot of what my therapy was, which is, which is really interesting was, um, I forget the exact term for it. So I won't miss speak, but it basically has to do with the fact that anxiety is rooted in, uh, like just false thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, like, learning to pick up on those false thoughts and, like, slap yourself on the wrist. Yeah. And you're like, I, I'm not stupid. Like, there must be some truth in what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And no, you're wrong. You're yeah. just flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your brain's fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> stop trusting yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, learning to do that. Be like, no, I'm wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wrong. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Because um, I, I used to be very much like, like, my instincts have to be right. right. You know, like, I can't be that broken but learning to see your own flaws makes you a better person I love that cliche thing i've ever said in my life no i
0: loved it (laughs) i'd put that on a pillow i love that shit (laughs) but i mean yeah like you know reflecting back on things too if i always like to ask people this at the end too if like if you could give a piece of advice to either your younger self Mm. or you know underclassmen someone listening to this what do you think you would say
1: Oh God, that's really hard. Cause I got, I got two sisters that are going to be freshmen next year. Um,
0: yeah, you got to think about it, what you're saying to them.
1: (laughs) Rick, man. Um, oh, that's
0: really, don't worry too. Take your time. Yeah, no, I,
1: (laughs) I think, I think along the lines of what I said earlier that, um, I think a lot of, a lot of what I've learned throughout high school is that people are nervous to take the road less traveled. Mm. Um, and, like, for instance, I'm, i am, you know, I'm part of the LEAD program, which was very much a road less traveled especially when I started it. Like, like there hadn't even been a graduating class yet, or there might have been, like, one or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm so glad I did it. And it still has a stigma of being, like, that's the dumb kids, and that's the whatever. Um, but, like, embrace that and, and, like, experiment and, like, just yeah i think yeah that that's definitely it. just the road less traveled a lot of the time will yield the same if not better results i think yeah and once you can kind of get past um the notion that like what's being done is done and that's the way it is and you know like i'll just fall into it i think you're able to to definitely grow as a person
0: love that That's facts right there. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for
1: having me. I hope I was a I was a good guest. You
0: were a wonderful <laughs> guest. It was such a pleasure. righty.